0: Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 933. Should You Completely Avoid Junk Food? Part 1 by Chris Gunners with Healthline.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is a bit on the longer side, so I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. Now, before we get to today's post, I do remember it's Wednesday, it's the middle of the week, we might need a little bit of inspiration to get through these last couple of days, so every Wednesday on this show, I share a little bit of inspiration. And today's inspirational quote, I think, is perfect based on what we were talking about earlier this week. We were talking about how doing even a little bit of something that promotes your health is better than doing nothing. So here's today's quote. When we wait, we regret. When we take action, we create. Anonymous. I love that quote because it's so true. There'll never be a perfect time to exercise. There will never be a perfect time for anything but you just have to take action sometimes. Oh, and before I get to today's post, don't forget, I answer your questions every Friday. You can send me one at oldpodcast.com. If you do, well, first, you make me very happy because I love answering your questions, and you'll be entered into small special raffles to win books from us. All right, I'm sure you're excited to hear today's post, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Should You Completely Avoid Junk Food? Part 1 by Chris Gunners with Healthline.com Junk food is found just about everywhere. It's sold at supermarkets, convenience stores, workplaces, schools, and in vending machines. The availability and convenience of junk food make it difficult to limit or avoid. You may have wondered whether you should steer clear of it at all costs or follow the mantra and enjoy everything in moderation. This article tells you everything you need to know about junk food and whether complete abstinence is better than the occasional treat. Junk food 101. While everyone's definition of junk food may vary, most people agree it's not the healthiest thing for you. These highly processed snacks contain an abundance of calories, especially in the form of fat and sugar, and little to no vitamins, minerals, or fiber. Examples of junk food would include soda, chips, candy, cookies, donuts, cake, and pastries. While these items typically come to mind when you think of junk food, others are not so easily identifiable. Junk food in disguise. Many foods that are thought of as healthy are really junk food in disguise. For example, fruit drinks provide vitamins and minerals but may also have the same amount of sugar and calories as soda. Manufacturers market granola and breakfast bars as being free of high fructose corn syrup and packed with heart-healthy whole grains. Yet, these bars may contain as much added sugar, if not more, than a candy bar. Similarly, manufacturers market gluten-free products, such as cookies, cake mix, and chips, as healthier options than their gluten-containing counterparts, even though both foods may have similar nutrition profiles. Even naturally gluten-free products like certain juices, chocolate bars, and hot dogs are labeled as gluten-free to make them appear healthier. Gluten is found primarily in wheat, rye, and barley, and only a small percentage of the world's population must avoid gluten for medical reasons. Summary. Easily identifiable examples of junk food include chips, donuts, candy, and cookies. But some products, such as sports drinks or breakfast bars, also meet the classification, since they're high in sugar and calories, yet low in nutrients. Addictive qualities. Junk food is thought to be addictive. These addictive qualities are centered around sugar and fat sugar may stimulate the same brain reward pathways as drugs, like cocaine. Independently, sugar hasn't been consistently shown to be addictive in humans, but when combined with fat, the combination can be hard to resist. Studies observed that the combination of sugar and fat is more commonly associated with addictive symptoms, such as withdrawal or loss of control over consumption, than sugar alone. A review of 52 studies found that the foods most associated with addictive symptoms were highly processed and contained high amounts of fat, and refined carbs, like sugar. That said, regular or even intermittent consumption of highly processed foods has the potential to stimulate the reward and habit formation center in your brain that increases cravings. This can lead to overconsumption of junk food and with time, weight gain. There is still much to learn about food addiction, which tends to be more prevalent among people who are overweight or obese. Summary. Independently, sugar and fat aren't shown to have addictive qualities, but together, They can stimulate the reward center in your brain that increases cravings for junk food. Associated with obesity and other chronic diseases. Obesity is a complex and multifactorial disease. The ease of access, high palatability, and low cost of junk food is believed to be a major contributor, along with other conditions such as heart disease and type 2 diabetes. Obesity. Junk food has a low satiety value, meaning it's not very filling. Liquid calories like soda, sports drinks, and specialty coffees are one of the worst offenders as they can deliver hundreds of calories without affecting your appetite. A review of 32 studies found that for every serving of sugar-sweetened beverage consumed, people gained anywhere from a quarter to half a pound or 0.12 to 0.22 kilograms over one year. While seemingly insignificant, this can correlate to several pounds over the course of a few years. Other reviews have noted similar results suggesting that junk food, especially sugar-sweetened beverages, are significantly associated with weight gain in both children and adults. Heart disease. Heart disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. Sugar intake is one of several risk factors for this disease. Added sugars have been shown to raise a specific type of fat in your blood, called triglycerides, and increase blood pressure, both of which are major risk factors for heart disease. Regularly eating fast food has also been found to increase triglycerides and reduce HDL or good cholesterol, another risk factor for heart disease. Type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes occurs when your body becomes insensitive to the effects of insulin, the hormone that lowers blood sugar. Excess body fat, high blood pressure, low HDL or low good cholesterol, and a history of heart disease or stroke are leading risk factors for type 2 diabetes. Junk food consumption is associated with excess body fat, high blood pressure, and low HDL cholesterol, all of which increase your risk for type 2 diabetes. Summary. While there may be multiple reasons for the growing rates of obesity and chronic disease, the easy access to, as well as low cost and high palatability of junk foods are major contributors. The harms of diet obsession. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Should You Completely Avoid Junk Food? by Chris Gunners with Healthline.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. The first half of this article paints a pretty dark picture, right? And even though I know one of my all-time favorite foods made this list of junk foods, donuts, I was still bummed to hear about it. Now, the author of today's article, Chris Gunners, mentioned something really important. He said that foods are often marketed as a health food, even though they're not that nutritious for us at all. And he talked about gluten-free foods, but there are so many other offenders out there too. If you look at the way some of the foods are packaged or boxed, you might find that when a food manufacturer is trying to market something as healthy, they'll use green. They'll use lots and lots of green on their packaging. Why is that? Well, it's because we have associated green with something that's good or healthy or nutritious for us. Think about stoplights. Green means go, right? So it's like we've been conditioned. When we see green, let's go. It's probably a good choice for us, but that's not true. We have to be smarter consumers. There's an easy way to try and not get fooled by some of these marketing tricks. Look at the ingredients. So right before you're about to put something in your shopping cart, take a look at the Nutrition Facts label. Find the list of ingredients. Look at what the first five ingredients listed are. Why the first five specifically? Well, it's because the ingredients are listed by weight, meaning the first ingredient listed is what the product is made mostly of by weight. The second ingredient is what the product is made second most of by weight and so on. And you only need to look at the first five because if the product has more than five ingredients, well, now we could probably guess that there are a lot of extra chemicals and preservatives in there that your body probably doesn't need. So when you pick up that box, look at the nutrition facts, find the ingredients list. First thing, has it got more than five ingredients? If yes, then it's probably got a bunch of stuff in there you don't need. If it has five or fewer ingredients, look at them. What's the first one listed? If it's sugar or syrup, or something that ends in O-S-E, which means it's a form of sugar, then you now know, okay, that product is made mostly of sugar. But if the first ingredient is whole wheat or whole grain, something like that, well, that's what the product is made mostly of. It's simple tricks like these that can help us be smarter consumers. All right, that does it for today's episode. Have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday. I'll see you back here for tomorrow's show where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.